Retro Rebel Gamecast is brought to you by TempleofGeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all of our episodes and fulfill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at TempleofGeek.com. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss gaming and related topics. Retro Rebel is released Fridays, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. You can even find us on Facebook at Temple of Geek for exclusive content and to see what else we're up to. My name is Stacy, and with me is my fellow Rebel co-host, Amanda. Hello. Hello. I know I sound like I haven't slept well. It's because I haven't, but that's okay. Why is that? What has been going on? Well, I... I'm old. I have neck problems, and I don't have a, I don't have a solid solution for it. I think if I had the budget, maybe a regular uh, massage visit might work. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the uh, solution might be. But uh, I know that uh, I am a little bit tired this morning, so forgive me for that. But other than that, how are things with you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm getting ready to go home for Christmas. Christmas doodly doo. Nice. Yeah. You're that's a that's I guess that's not that bad of a of a plane ride. Nah, I mean, Is it 9 hours, I guess. It's, yeah, it's, it's about as bad as yeah. it gets, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Australia is worse, so Australia yeah. is worse, but I think that's about that's the There's probably somewhere in between that, but yeah, Australia is like a day, I think. So yeah, at least it is for us. Yeah, Yeah, well long, well long. Well, so what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Sims. Uh, EA Access decided to give me another one month free trial. So this time I decided to Black Widow the shit out of it, and I made one million simoleons by doing all the murders. Did you? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Does it track any of this? Yeah, if you check my achievements, you can watch how many times I watched people die. <laughs> nice. I think it's 34. That's quite a few murders. <laughs> That's quite a few. And just and in you case got... the FBI is listening, these are fake people in a fake game. Calm down. <laughs> Sims literally simulated, yes. But yeah, no, and then I, uh, I've i maxed out every single skill in the base game on my character, and I became friends with the Grim Reaper, which was an achievement, it's like a special achievement, and now I'm going for 26 generations of the same Sim family, that's, uh, that's where we're going, so I'm about to be just a love machine. <laughs> I've never, The Sims is one of those games that's, um... To me, is somewhat it's addictive in that you know you lose. I lost track of so much time playing The Sims. You don't even really realize, and it's so um, mundane. Maybe maybe not the right word, but because it is you simulating your day to day activities, including like taking out the trash, putting you know going to the bathroom, you know whatever. I mean, basically, uh, you you know going to work, coming back. Uh, it's it's just amazing how easily you can let time go and and get kind of sucked into that game. It's just I it's, mean, it's, it's a good it. game. I think, but. I think I well the good news is the free trial is up just a couple of days after I get back, so we, we we won't carry on too much. 
No, <laughs> you've achieved what you're going to achieve. Exactly. I'm going for gold. And I started making new crests sort of from the ground up. So uh, I've got three commercial buildings and like, I don't know, eight or nine residential buildings I designed myself. So k killing the game. Killing the game. Nice. Well, uh, I've been playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And um, I'm, a, I'm a little bit late to it in terms of the conversation, but I didn't, we don't really care about that. Uh, it, it had already been out for a, a few weeks by the time I got to play it, but um, I've been playing it a lot lately, and it is, it's definitely going to be in our award show. Um, I won't spoil what it, what it may win, but um, there have been a few games I've played this year that have been pretty good, but this is, this is a, this is a really good Star Wars game, a really good game in general, and all of the comparisons are valid. You know, in terms of like what they're comparing this game to, they're mm -hmm. saying it's a good cross between, um, uh, I guess, Uncharted. There's some Uncharted in there. There are some elements of uh, Dark Souls in it. Uh, and and when people say it's like the Dark Souls of Star Wars or or any of those things. It's it's valid. It's a valid, but it's also see. I'm not a I'm not that big of a fan of Dark Souls. Like I, I played it, I played Bloodborne. I get it. The whole get good thing. I, I get it. All of that stuff. Um, it's just really not for me. I normally don't have time to sit there and because the thing about Dark Souls, and I think you know this as well. You you know when you when you die, you you typically have to go back to that point to get whatever you lost you lose all of your stuff like at that point if you haven't saved up to there you lose everything and then you have to go back there kill those people and you get all your stuff back um there's a similar game mechanic in jedi fallen order and um the the thing that i think is a little bit better are the save opportunities or are, are I, I guess depending on what level how often, uh, what what uh, difficulty level you're playing right. on is how many of those there are. I'm not playing on the easiest, but I think there are four levels, and I'm playing on the not the easiest, but the next one, which I which is the default. So I'm just playing on the default level. Um, I I really like the fact that they don't hold your hand in this game. They it is it, it is very Dark Souls esque in that respect as well. So it's. It's kind of a throwback where they're not telling you what to do. If you play on an easy enough uh, difficulty level, though, they I think you can get some hints. But um, even even on the difficulty level I'm on, it, it was kind of frustrating because I'm like, I'm not having that hard a time. I'm just not good at this part. Because <laughs> they were like, do you want a hint? I'm like, no, yeah. I know what to do. I just don't know how to do it. You know, I know what I'm supposed to do. Um, and anyway, so I've, I've really enjoyed it. I think I'm on like the fourth planet, uh, which is farther than any, farther into any Dark Souls type game than I think I've ever gotten. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that it's Star Wars, you know, it's also canon. It's also, it's, right. you know, the story it's adding to the, the overall overarching, uh, story in Star Wars. So it's, it's a good game. Are you watching yes, Mandalorian as well? Absolutely. Yes, I mean, I knew you. I didn't have to ask, but I figured I would anyway. You need to, yeah, absolutely. Just to be sure. But yes, I am. Are you? No, I don't have the subscription. I've got too many subscriptions. Yeah, I understand. 
I do understand. Um, and it, I think if it were much more, like the more I thought about it, the the whole bundling with Hulu and ESPN Plus for $13 to me is not worth it. Um, at least not right now, anyway. I don't watch Hulu enough. That I got too many other things, like you said. I don't need the extra. But I do have Disney Plus, and we do watch it. At least my kids and, no, we all watch it pretty much every single day. Whether it's a Disney movie, re-watching The Mandalorian. uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's good. And, I mean, you had to have seen Baby Yoda at this point. Oh, yeah, the memes are rife. Baby Yoda is super cute. It it almost (laughs) it almost makes me want to buy the subscription. But I'm just like, it's a bit ridiculous to spend that money to watch one thing. Well, then you just wait until like January and then you get it for a month. So you spend seven bucks and watch eight episodes and then you cancel it, you know? That's what we want. That's what we want. That's that's what we want. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, so that's what I've been playing. I'm I'm pleased with that. Uh, next next show we will do our, our awards show, so we'll be able to kind of categorize all this stuff and, and I'll 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 speak more on the games we've been playing, but for now, let's just move on to what limited news there may be. Uh, do you have any gaming news? Uh, I do. This one's about uh, Microsoft Project Scarlet. Um, it's got a estimated release date of Christmas 2020. So start saving up your pennies, because from what I understand, there's going to be a lower-end discless model, and then a higher-end standard Xbox with a you know with a disc port. So because they're yeah. making two consoles, chances are the higher end one's going to be quite a bit more expensive than we expect. Whereas the discless one might be cheaper than the Xbox one was at launch. So you might want to save up a little bit more money. There's been no price speculation so far, but my gut feeling says that they're going to cap both ends of the market. So instead of going in at the same price the Xbox One was, they're going to make the top end one more expensive and the bottom end one less expensive. Um, Probably to encourage people to go discless, but if that's not something you want to do, then start saving your pennies. Yeah, and it's not, and I don't. Um, But as we may see, they're, they're doing their best, their darndest, to make sure that we don't have choices, so. (laughs) <laughs> well, they want to make sh- people have been speculating they, that this time they're actually going to make a console that's more powerful than the PlayStation because yeah. the Xbox One X is already now the most powerful on the market. So if that's just a mid-gen um, premium outlay, then their next gen, they must have been finding something pretty spectacular is all I can say. So hopefully it's going to be good. Maybe so, and I don't know. I'm I. We've talked about this on the show before too, and like I was, I was. Well, I'm a big Nintendo fan, but I also became a, a huge PlayStation fan all the way through PlayStation Two. I kind of made the switch over at the Xbox right at the end of the Xbox life cycle when uh, Knights of the Old Republic came out. Then I was kind of on a Knights of the Old Republic Xbox 360 kick for a long time, and then Xbox One, and at the Xbox at the end of the Xbox 360 Xbox One, where they were trying to make that more of like a media center instead of a gaming machine, I went back to the PlayStation and PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 4 has been my favorite console, you know, of this generation, ah, next to the Switch, but they, I don't think they're in the same category really. Um, 
And so I, I just I just wonder what Xbox's ultimate because it seemed like it was not uh, focused maybe as much their 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 goal their ultimate like what did they want what did they want this to be is it a gaming is it for gaming is it going to be the all in one and so you're going to be a jack of all trades and a master of nothing um, I don't know so I I'll have to read more about it I haven't read much about it but I do know that I want the option to be able to purchase discs and be able to play DVDs and whatever else on it if I if I'm going to put another expensive piece of equipment like that in my house I'd like to be able to use it for more than just streaming uh, but I guess we'll see I guess we'll see well with Xbox Game Pass being such a fabulous service I think it that is there's no that doubt about might that. be yeah. enough to actually tempt me away from a disc this time um it's supposed to be like fully backwards compatible and to be honest most of the games that i have installed on my current xbox are all games i got from games with gold so i already have a library of hundreds and hundreds of games and it's on an external hard drive so it'd be pretty easy for me to plug that bad boy right into the new discless bad boy right and 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 go to town some things about my purchasing behavior that I've noticed recently is that because I have, um, because I've had less time or less money to be able right. to spend on um, buying games, I've really enjoyed the free trials and the game memberships and things like that because I've actually been able to play games like The Outer Worlds and The Sims that I really, really wanted to play pretty much immediately, which was grand. Right. Um, and previous to that, I was keeping games like, I think, Destiny I had for like three months. So basically, I paid £30 to play that game, which would have been free with EA Access. So it's kind of like... Um, the disc thing doesn't actually make a whole lot of sense for me anymore because... I'm not interested enough in any of the games that are coming out to want to pay full price for them full stop. And, right. Um, and that'll change. Obviously, they're gonna they're planning to drop a new Dragon Age, and I'll buy. I know I will buy that day one digital download, no question. I'll buy it <laughs> while I'm at work, so it's ready to go when I get home. So, um, I've recently switched my strategy from renting games, um, renting physical discs. You know, one at a time. You can play as much as you want, but I wasn't actually getting through more than one game a month in a lot of instances. To um, one of the digital subscriptions, I've got Game Pass Ultimate at the moment. Um, and just seeing what new things are gaming are, are coming out and playing those for the time being, that does work for me because it works out to be the same price. But there's a lot more different games to choose from and no shipping time. Um, right, no lost time there really, except for exactly. And if I feel like I'm not going to have time, like I'm going on holiday, so I can cancel it for a month or whatever and just start it back up so I'm not actually paying for things I don't need but those games don't uninstall themselves so the second I re-up the subscription boom we're back in the game so I don't know it's it's starting to make a bit more sense to me I could be tempted by the discless one yeah uh that I mean I I, I definitely see the merit I just you know we as we've talked about on the show I don't I don't like the idea of ever losing I guess if you do the Game Pass thing, then anytime you stop paying for that, you lose it anyway. And if you stop paying for Xbox Gold, then you lose all of those games as well. So I, I guess from that perspective, it's a little bit different. 
uh, than if you own your games and the servers stop or or the online portion of it stops. Like we, I played uh, Battle Battlefront Two yesterday, I believe. Um, the game that I swore I'd never play and I wasn't even going to mention it, but I wanted full disclosure. I did play it finally. <laughs> How do you find um, that? Well, my son wanted to play it. And he had watched. He's watched the Mandalorian. He's he's uh, watched. He watched me play the Jedi Fallen Order, and uh, so he wanted to play it. And but he wanted to play just the online portion of it. Well, the problem is, is that all of the updates that they had to do to remove loot boxes and things like that from it that was a major patch, like a fourteen gig patch, something like that. And we had never installed it. Like, it was literally in the package. Has been since we bought it, which so that's almost, you know, over a year ago. Um, and we just never we just never were going to play it. and Or I wasn't going to play it. And he had no interest in playing it. So, but before I could trade it in for something else, uh, he wanted to play it. And uh, so we, we loaded it yesterday. And we couldn't, it's just such down, such slow download speeds. Um, we ended up just playing the offline portion of the game. Uh, you can play the entire campaign that way, obviously, but there are also some offline multiplayer stuff you can do, and so we did that, and it was fun. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It's a beautiful game. There's no doubt about the fact that they put a lot of work into it. Much like Anthem, uh, the game is beautiful. It's just. Uh, the the other connotations, you know, that when the all the negativity that kind of surrounded that particular game, it put a bad taste in my mouth. Still, uh, but playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order and knowing that EA had something to do with publishing that, even though they didn't have anything really to do with developing it, uh, it has helped. I guess it, it's it's a kind of a give and take thing there. But I, I definitely, I definitely did play it. Finally, um, it is a beautiful game. Uh, it's, it, you know, I don't know. It's just, I can, I, as soon as we started playing it, I remembered the grind like you, okay, well I'm tier one. Now there's tier two. We, 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 you have to check all these boxes and get all these trophies and then you can unlock these people and those guns. And that's fine. It's just, I saw the writing on the wall, how much work this was about to be. And I was like, man, I just don't have time. I don't have time to do that. And, and it's not that it, that's necessarily, Grinding is a part of games, you know, there is kind of a threshold for me, and that was the threshold. I was like, nah, nah, not for me. But beautiful, nonetheless. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, fair. As long as you gave it a shot, it was a shame that it was just going click it. <laughs> oh, I know, it was, and, and, uh, and I was about to trade it in for something else. Uh, but, it, it, you know, we, we did play it, and, and I, I imagine that it's going to get a lot more play, so... Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, and they kind of, and they more or less fixed it. So I, I don't feel like I'm betraying a whole lot anymore now that I know they've done a considerable amount of improvements to the game to make it less of a, just, a, a hack job of, of, of a game and more of a gambling sim instead, you know, now it's, now it's just a grind, you know? Ah, yes, what we've always wanted. Just a grind. (laughs) Lovely. Just a grind. Um, So, uh, well, that's interesting about Project Scarlet. Um, I had a couple. 
One, uh, I just saw this morning that Bioshock is officially in development, a new yes. Bioshock game. Um, I've every one of the games I've loved, so I'm, I was excited about that. But they basically said this is a ways off, so I'm not really sure why they announced it now. And depending on how far along they are, uh, maybe we'll see footage this next summer, upcoming summer. But but who knows? But a new one is in development. Maybe we'll get to see it one day. Uh, and then last, there is a, a movie that was released, and and the reason I'm mentioning it is only because um of the gaming, the related gaming themes, I guess. It's a movie called Free Guy. Have you seen the preview for this? Uh, no. Okay. Well, you have to check it out. It's a Ryan Reynolds. It's a Ryan Reynolds joint, and um, it's called Free Guy. And basically, he he plays. <laughs> At least this is what I'm gathering. He plays like an NPC in what I would describe as the closest thing to real life Grand Theft Auto as possible. I'm in. <laughs> Sounds hilarious. Like I really he, don't need to know anymore. I'm yeah. in. I'm bloody in. Okay, well that's that's it. And What's the rating? What's it's got to be R. I mean, there's just there's a, there are people on fire in the video. There, you know. Okay, so take my little brother and sister to go see it, you know, who are in their 20s. I say little, but they're in their 20s. And not my dad. <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe Noted. Not. Um, uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, you, you have to watch it, maybe engage gauge that by the, uh, by the preview, kind of what you think about that. But, yeah. So, anyway, it looks, it looks good. It looks funny. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that as well. But it's called Free Guy. I think he plays... <laughs> An NPC. Oh, we do have a puppy, too. I forgot to What? Mention. That's new? It is new. Uh, he is a corgi. His name is Ollie. Uh, he enjoys well, the queen nipping. queen very pleased. And um, barking. Um, he's a sweet boy, but he is uh, has a lot of energy, and we don't have a lot of time. Uh, so, so you may hear him bark again. Because he's right now, he's biting my finger, and that's keeping him quiet. Ow! <laughs> Lovely. Well, the queen would be very pleased. You know, she loves a corgi, and you might want to look at getting a dog walker because uh, they they have sharp teeth and they'll tear things up, man. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. And well, we do have a dog walker. I've got two. I've got one that's thirteen and one that's twelve, and they need to be. Oh my go. goodness, that's not reliable. They have no sense of time. They're like, oh yeah, I took her out for an hour, and it was like five minutes. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a very good point. And that sounds like that may have been something they've actually said in the last 24 hours. Hey, bud. Yeah, I had no conception of time. My parents wouldn't, you know, they had dogs before I was born, but they they um, had to rehome them. And I have never had a dog because my parents were just like, no, you'll say that you've taken care of it. And we know that you won't have done. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I got a cat. <laughs> well, that's and not cats willingly. are not domesticated. They, didn't they don't need agree you. To that. So. I showed up with a cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't need us. So, well, well, that brings us to our main topic today. Which, uh, given the season, and even though you know we've we uh, we missed a week or so, this you know we had Thanksgiving. What we were thankful for this week, we wanted to talk about some gifts uh, for upcoming Christmas. And so gaming gifts or gaming-related gifts or if you've got a Pong t-shirt that's 55 bucks that you think somebody might want, maybe we'll 
maybe that'll be on the list here, which is one of the gifts I saw. I was like, man, I I like Pong as much as the next guy, but yeah, 50 bucks. That's a little, a little steep. So... Yeah. I tried to keep it on the sort of reasonable-ish side. I think the most expensive thing is under 50 so... Right. Was, uh, I did good. I did good. I didn't, um, but, uh, you know, I have a couple. I have a few. All so, right, shall we go back and forth? Yeah, let's just do a back and forth. Right, so um, I've got the links to all these items, so we'll try to put them in the description box. It makes it easier. The first thing is uh, the Venom docking station. They've got it for PS4 and Xbox 360, um, uh, or Xbox One. I'm sure they probably had it for the 360, but uh, it's a cool peripheral that lets you swap out your battery packs for um, a charging module, like a lithium-ion battery. Um, it does make the form factor a little bit sleeker, which is great at the back, um, and it means that you will always, if you have two controllers, you'll always have one charged and ready to go. Um, battery li life lasts just as long, um, except it's more eco-friendly, and you don't have to buy batteries ever again. And it's uh, just around 20 bucks, which is worth every penny. Nice. Well, um, my first one uh, that I wanted to list was Something I thought was, it's for retro gaming fans. I was looking through a lot of retro gaming gift ideas, and man, I just couldn't, I didn't find anything that really kind of piqued my interest, but this is something that I think I would, <laughs> classic is probably not the right word, but it would be something that I would put in my office or, you know, maybe, uh, especially at work, I'd put it in my work office. There was a, it's a Pac-Man ghost light table lamp. Oh, that's cute. It is. It's pretty cool. It it looks really cool. Um, it's kind of translucent. Uh, it's got a blue light, and or it is a blue light, kind of like the uh, the ghosts when they're uh, whenever you get the 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 what is it? What is it that Pac Man eats? The power pellet? Is it a cherry? Is it power, oh, pellet? power pellet? I think it's power a power pellet. pellet, and they all turn blue and they run away. So it's yeah. that color blue, and and uh, it doesn't strobe or anything, so it's not seizure inducing. It's just blue. And, uh, but it's, yeah, it's nice. It's like 30 bucks. You can find it on Amazon, but like, like, uh, Amanda said, we'll put a link in the, in the description for it. But I thought it looked pretty cool. Be something that I, that I would have appreciated. I would have liked that as a gift. See, in contrast, the things on my list, I actually already own. So, uh, don't, uh, not that anybody was planning to, but don't send me these. I have these. Um, <laughs> but, but that also means that I, I know that they work well. So my second one is the stereo headset adapter. It's under 35 bucks from Amazon. It's the official one for Microsoft Xbox one. And what that does is it actually lets you use your good headphones. For gaming now you're if you're using like a, a specifically made for gaming headset that'll often have a microphone but I don't often play online a lot and what I actually want is to not make any noise to disturb my neighbors who are in very very close proximity with very very thin walls um, but I want to hear the sound perfectly so you can plug in any high-end stereo headset that you might have um, a Marshall one Apple ones you know whatever Turtle Beach if you've got it um, it lets you use a standard headphone jack with the Xbox 360 so or the Xbox one and it's a really useful piece of kit for people who have an Xbox one don't always need uh, 
proper headset with a mic, but want to experience really high-definition sound without bothering anyone else in the house. Now, what I won't recommend is playing a horror game, because you will scream in a silent room. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the best. But um, to get really, like, lovely sound quality without disturbing anyone else. I used to use it um, uh, when, when my partner was sleeping and I still wanted to play so that there wouldn't be any noise, but um, that way I, I could still enjoy it at full volume for myself. Highly recommended. It's a good piece of kit um, and generally allows you to make good use of what you've got already. Very nice. Okay. Um my next one is something that I do use as well. Um, they have a newer model, but I still think it's one of the better low-end or mid, mid-range mid gaming uh, mice that you can get, and that is the, the Death Adder, the Razer Death Adder. I, and I know that I think you had something similar on your list, but there may be a reason why. I'm not someone who macros a lot on, on uh, MMOs or anything like that. I, I just kind of play. I do have a few add-ons that I download from Curse, but other than that, um, everything that I want to do and can do or need to do, I can do with the Death Adder, and it's somewhere between 20 and 30 bucks, depending on where you get it, so uh, it's a very cost-effective uh, choice for, uh, you know, high-end gaming, If if uh, I guess if you are an elite or an elitist in terms of, of rating, then you may need something that has a few more macro buttons on it. But this has this has two on the side. Everything that you need in terms of uh, like your basic, uh, see, it's more than basic. It's not just your basic mouse. I mean, there's a, there are a lot of other options, a lot of other things that you can map to this uh, this mouse, and it's and it's relatively cheap. So I think it's a good choice. It's something I've used. I've had it for. I've had this particular. Uh, death adder for probably eight years and um continue to use it in in all the gaming and online gaming that i do so um there are more expensive razor models uh but this is the one uh that i recommend so that was my second one what about you what's your next one well it's funny because i actually had a razor crate gaming mouse so i can those are those are pretty good mice i have to say um my next one i actually have a mouse as well now this is a portable laptop mouse um it's by logitech it's under 30 dollars um and it is wireless although i have the wired one as well they both work just fine i think wireless just a little bit more easy if you've got a tight space um and what's so good about it is that you can use that when you've got your laptop and do some gaming kind of on the go. I think a little mouse is pretty much all you need just to do a little bit of gaming. And I think it's really challenging to try to use a trackpad. So I definitely recommend for under 30, pick that bad boy up and then you can do PC gaming pretty much wherever you are. Nice. Uh, yeah, so there's two uh, two mice options. Mouse? Mice options? Uh, the next one is also a product that I have and that I use and that I highly recommend, and that is the um, the Blue brand Yeti mic. Uh, it is the mic that I use. It is, uh, in terms of expenses, it's it's kind of a, it's a higher end. It is not the highest end, but it is very reliable. It's super easy to interface and, and to use. You just basically plug it in. 
there are a few things that you can do to to kind of uh, adjust how it records in the sound but i mean that's all a preference thing really and truly all you really have to do is plug it in and play it is super easy it is super uh reliable and and very high quality sound and um so yes, highly highly recommend. It's about a hundred a hundred dollars now. I think you can get one around a hundred dollars. Some some places I've seen them for a little bit more than that, up to one hundred twenty, one hundred twenty five dollars. But about a hundred dollars uh, for a really good mic. I think your sound quality is always pretty good, so I definitely can recommend. Sounds good to me, man. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a good one. Yeah, it definitely is, and it's pretty reasonably priced. If if it's something that you do or you're going to use a mic fairly regularly and it's not going to be one that's attached to your headset, uh, it's one I would highly recommend. I've never actually seen your setup, but now I've just imagined it like a Julian Solomita Jenna Marble situation. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the SNL skit? Uh, no, no, they're YouTubers, um, ah. but they've got like a whole podcasting gaming studio in their house. It's intense. <laughs> I wish it looked like that. It's definitely much more nine coffee cups. Uh, I've got two computer towers next to each other. One of them not even plugged in. Uh, and then uh, my mic and a headset, which only one of the uh, ear pieces uh, actually works. So brilliant. Um, oh, so this is like light hoarders then. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of it looks like this guy I'm I'm Peter Parker if he was still in high school and had gotten all of his stuff from, you know, the trash bin behind New Egg or Best Buy. This is a and, cry for help. And like just <laughs> hodgepodged it together and then did a podcast. Wow, excellent. <laughs> but imagine if you will Whatever you just said, and that's that's more of what I would like people to imagine. Okay. Much more professional okay. looking. And everything <laughs> matches. Uh, I mean, I've I my house is immaculate. I can say that, but I have very very little space to execute all the activities that I want to do. Yeah. So space is at a premium. Everything is maximized right now. I've got a laptop sitting on top of a laptop because uh, I was going to get rid of my other laptop, but then City of Heroes came back, and it, this little one won't play it. So you know what? Now we're stuck with two bloody laptops. I might have to sell them both in and get one that bloody one works. that can do everything you need yeah <laughs> i just i can't it's so i oh it's so frustrating honestly because you can't carry around a gigantic 15 inch screen laptop you just can't there there is no sexy handbag that is big enough for that no, that doesn't you gotta, it's hurt a backpack your shoulder. that's it that's yeah all you but do. you know I'm, I'm a lady and i don't really love looking like a schoolgirl. <laughs> So, I don't know. Listen, these are first world problems, if ever I've heard them. So, shall I move to my next item, which, (laughs) with the upcoming Scarlet News, I think is really important for people to start looking at investing at. If you don't have an external hard drive, you should get one. It just makes sense. Um, It gives you flexibility because many, many, many games will play perfectly off an external hard drive but some games need to be on the internal hard drive like um, Sims 4 
when you reach a critical mass of uh, items in the world it starts to lag even though you're not really online and um, I had to transfer it to the internal hard drive which I wouldn't have been able to do if my internal hard drive was let's say full so I have it set up on my Xbox to default download into the external and then if I need to move it in the internal I can do um, there's a great one I use it's from Seagate I really don't recommend anyone cut corners on this. You need speed because that's how fast your games are going to load, things like that. Um, so Seagate external hard drive, it's 500 gigs, which is plenty for most people. I know the, the one terabyte is not much more expensive and the 500 gig is, is just under 50 bucks. And I think if you spend like 67 or 70 bucks, you can get one terabyte. But in my experience, and I am mostly a digital first player I've never filled it never never there's just you have a terabyte of storage in between the two devices yeah. and that's kind of all you need and to be honest in order to keep everything working at peak capacity once you're done playing a game and you know you're not going to want to play it again if ever just uninstall it like let's not be hoarders on our hard drives like <laughs> You're never gonna play Sherlock Holmes again, right? No, I need to. I'm, I feel convicted that you just said that, so I get rid of it because it is definitely on my hard drive. Yeah, listen, it's just a performance thing, and and you will as long as you've purchased the game or have whatever subscription active you need, it'll show up in your ready to download section. So you can go back and download it again if you want to play it. But I just find that um, the more over 50% any one of your storage devices are, the slightly less performance that you get. Now that might just be the way it feels to me, but it does make sense if you think about how normal computers operate. When they start to get overload, everything is a little bit slower. So I just, I tell people, if you're not going to play it again, and I'm sure there are many, many games that if you looked at, you're like, I'm literally never going to touch that again, couldn't care less, right. then just uninstall it, because it's just, it's taken up space. But definitely can recommend the C gate it's about i think 47 us dollars um you can get it in the uk as well all of these i personally own so i know you can also get it in the uk it'll be a little bit cheaper in the uk in most instances because our currency is a little stronger um but generally around the 50 buck mark get the seagate don't cut corners don't get any other brands that are not you know top of market so that way you get really fast loading speeds it is super important so that sounds really cool, yeah? Um, my last one is actually uh, gaming-friendly tumblers. I know it sounds a bit stupid, but when I'm gaming, I'm not really focusing spatial awareness-wise on where my hands and stuff are. So I got tumblers that have a lid and a metal straw. They're thermally insulated. They're really helpful for keeping cold drinks cold and hot drinks hot. And if I knock it over, minimal, minimal spillage. I can't tell you how helpful it is, especially in a small place where I don't have the ideal gaming setup, to be sure that I'm not going to knock over and damage all the electronic equipment that I own. I highly recommend them. They're under 20 bucks for a set of two. Um, I got the rose gold ones, that, but there are many other kind of varieties available on Amazon. It's just something you don't think about when you're gaming, but I think that it's super helpful. So that's my last product. All right, so the last gift that I want to talk about is uh, probably the most expensive one. It's one that I think that we, uh, you may be, uh, more likely to uh, purchase for yourself than anything else. But if you're interested in uh, something like this, this might be a retro uh, retro gamers uh, 
an ideal gift, I think, for a retro gamer who's looking for something to put into their uh, their maybe their their game room or uh, you know just kind of wants a piece of nostalgia uh, that's quality, and that is the coffee table uh, the coffee table uh, cabinet from Arcade One Up. And it is, uh, they, they have lots of different ones, uh, that you can choose from. Uh, they do have a little bit, uh, pricier, uh, you know, or a heftier price tag, uh, than some of the other gifts that we've talked about. But, but, uh, at $4.99, uh, it's probably, to me, it's the, the most, I have an arcade one up, uh, cabinet at, at home. I've got the rampage, um, joust cabinet and it's, it's great. I love it. It's 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 uh, it's not. I mean, for what you're getting, uh, it is a little bit smaller than the one that was in the actual arcade. It's a little bit more narrow. So, you know, I'm I'm a bigger guy, taller and and uh, wide shoulders. And so, if I were standing right next to someone, I'd kind of have to angle my body off to the side. However, that's the stand-up cabinet. We're talking about a coffee table version of that, and uh, where you're seated. You know, uh, this is an old old school throwback to, uh, you know, maybe uh, restaurants that used to have these. They didn't have a lot of these in arcades that I ever went to, but uh, usually have a glass top. So they have a glass top. You could set a drink or food on top of it. Uh, you have a player at either end of the coffee table uh, cabinet and, and you uh, you kind of play from the end. Uh, it's got multiple versions of Pac-Man. I think there's like five or six different versions of Pac-Man on this. Pac-Man, Mrs. Pac-Man, and, and pretty much every other iteration that came out in the in the arcades uh, uh, is on this. I think there's five different versions. So, you know, it, it's a heftier price tag, but it is, they are they are quality products. Uh, I think you can get them on some of these at Walmart, but uh, this particular version, I think you can only get online. I haven't seen it in any of the stores. So, if you're looking for a piece to add to your uh, you kind of your repertoire, your your uh, your your game room i think this is a good one so uh so these are some gifts that we came up with i thought that you might like uh you know for the retro fans out there you might like a version of that um you know and and uh you know there are plenty of things out there plenty of gift gift ideas gift guides but this is just something that that uh, we here at retro ripple thought we'd we'd throw out there so that wraps up this week's discussion and this week's episode of retro rebel i want to thank amanda for this week's discussion all the notes from this episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you like what, if you'd like to add, sorry, if you'd like to add to the discussion, I'm going to start it over right here. And that wraps up this episode of Retro Rebel Gamecast. I want to thank Amanda for this week's discussion. All of the notes from this episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you'd like to add to the discussion or reach out with questions, sound off in the comments or email us at retrorebel at templeofgeek.com. If you like what you hear, head over to iTunes or wherever you download your podcast and subscribe so you'll be sure to get each episode as it's released. And rate us because that really helps our show. Until the next time. See you later.